1: Hello and welcome back to The Expert Slot. This week I'm talking to physiotherapist Ben Lombard, who I started seeing in his mortgage practice Function 360 when I hurt my back at the end of last year. I was really impressed in my first session by Ben's approach. He's very sensible and also holistic, so he measured me and asked me lots of questions about my life and looked at what was going on and then basically said, I'm not going to leave you in this pain, so I'll give you a fascia massage. I think that's how you say it, fascia And that hurt like hell, but it really relieved the pain quite a lot. And he then said, I'm gonna give you a list of adjustments you can make before you next come in to see me. And I'll keep your back pain slightly at bay. So I found that these tips were really easy to incorporate and did make a considerable difference. So that in mind, I thought him talking through those tips might be helpful to anyone else suffering from back pain. So I asked him to come on the show to offer his five simple day-to-day approaches to keeping a back happy. Here's Ben Lombard. You must see a lot of back pain. Lots, not too much. Yeah, and that's why I come to see you as well. Do you you tend to get more in the neck or lower back, or is it just
2: all over? It's quite an even distribution of, you know, location of where it is within the body, but because of the area that we work in, Moorgate being quite office-based, sedentary jobs, we see a lot of sort of lower back pain from extended periods of sitting. We see a lot of mid thoracic sort of pain from, mid thoracic meaning middle of the spine between right. like, where the chest is like from the front of the back i'm really
1: conscious of ham sitting around bend by the uh, way i'm like bending <laughs> over it being like should be. straight. yeah
2: um, and then a lot of computer-based neck sort of flexion extension you know up and down looking right. stuff as well
1: yeah and can you explain what for anyone who's listening and doesn't know what a physiotherapist? is what is that why would you go to see a physiotherapist as opposed to say an osteopath or masseuse or someone else who deals with the body so
2: any sort of healthcare professional should be able to look at you holistically and have a look at your entire body um you know top to bottom and see what's working um well and what's not working as well so what's causing your problems or not um a physiotherapist to me is someone who sort of rest- uh, restores normal human movement so um functional movements: sitting standing squatting lunging everything that you would do on a daily basis and then obviously the muscles and connective tissue that are responsible for coordinating um, the movement smoothly so a physio should be able to assess that identify and balance mm-hmm. and then work to try and restore any any issues hence that. function 360 absolutely
1: fine okay um so we want to get your tips on back pain in particular so i've asked you to think of five so can okay. we run through those five
2: yeah number one is definitely movement so mm. I'm sure you all know if you've anyone who's woken up with a sore back, the best thing is to move it, not just to lie there and, oh, and feel sore. Is that so.
1: true? I yes. thought the best thing to do was to get into a comfy position
2: and not like... Well, into the fetal position and just cry much. until <laughs> the pain goes away. Yeah. Absolutely not. Okay, fine. No, so, I mean, in this day and age, obviously, the jobs are quite sedentary. Sitting at mm-hmm. a desk all day is is what's killing you, so movement is key like standing up sitting down just not being in the same position all the time
1: okay so you would recommend someone even like in an office say if they were if you set an alarm on your phone say mm. for every 30 minutes just get up and walk around the office
2: go make yourself a cup of coffee charge your phone 10 meters away from your desk oh, um interesting. you know don't be afraid to go to the toilet i mm-hmm. mean anything that you do is is better than just sitting there and and rotting in your chair and
1: are there any particular movements you can do like say would it be better to go for a walk or better to do 10 star jumps in the loo
2: like i mean i have patients who do both honestly (laughs) it's it's, that's not even that's not a joke Mm -hmm. what i think to be honest is probably best to go out for a walk because you know think about your commute think about you sat down to have your breakfast lunch dinner yeah sat down in in your desk Mm -hmm. all day think Mm -hmm. about how much time you actually spent on your feet if you then think about that okay Um, So for me, going out, walking somewhere slightly further to go get your lunch, or if it's a nice day, just walk around, sit outside, get some fresh air. is so much better than Mm -hmm. just, you know, something really short and sharp. It's better than nothing, but get out.
1: So keep moving. Yeah. Okay. Um, Tip two?
2: Um, Tip two is think about how you're carrying things that you do every day. So for example, um, I know a lot of patients of mine have really, really heavy Bags or heavy single side bags gym bags blokes um, and they come in complaining of of shoulder pain well that's what I had exactly exactly the way that you have and when you ask people you know what do you carry every day think about what people are doing in their daily life Mm. that's what can be causing imbalances as well so like you you switch to a backpack evenly distributing the loads heavy stuff at the bottom Rather than having that constant nagging, dragging mm. sensation all the time, which you are going to compensate for. And
1: you're right to say things you do every day. Like my mum has back pain at the moment and she only recently realised that she's got an Alsatian on a short lead. And exactly. she carries him in her left Absolutely. arm and that's the arm that's beginning. That's the shoulder yeah. that hurts you now. Definitely, definitely. Things yeah. like that
2: for sure. I mean, even things like um, people who have two screens at the, computer, um, at the desk, you know two or three. They're constantly turning one way or the other and they're mm. wondering why. They're getting mm. restriction in one mm. way, or you know, their, their their phone is always in their their right hand side, so they always put it underneath their their right ear, between their shoulder, oh, lifting the shoulder. I right do hand. that. Yeah. Where's your headset? Yeah. That's the sort of thing that's going to allow.
1: But okay, but is it about it being one side, or is it about the repetitive movement?
2: Repetitive movement for sure, but if you're doing it both ways it'd be better than you doing it just the one
1: fine okay because sometimes you are contorting your body to do things that we do in the modern day totally but it's kind of unavoidable so literally if you switch sides it would be better
2: well that's the thing no one is perfect and you're never going to have like the perfect sort of balance of muscles for sure you are you're a dominant side but there are things that you can do to try to compensate to prevent that becoming too much of an issue yeah
1: okay what's three
2: Uh, number three is strength um very 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 common to see like after sitting for years and years at a desk you weaken your core you weaken your glutes they become lazy you're sitting on them um so strengthen your core and strengthening your glutes for sure to help so you maintain any when you spine. say strengthen
1: your glutes you mentioned that to me and i went mm-hmm. away thinking what the hell do my glutes have to do with my back so sure. i know the body i'm not you know i know that the body is a whole yep. thing Absolutely. being but glutes in particular how do they affect so your back so
2: glutes in particular when you contract them will Posteriorly tilt your pelvis, or they'll tuck your pelvis underneath you, mm-hmm. and that can also contribute to extension of your spine as well. Okay. Which is part of the issue when you are in what's called an anterior tilt. You sit with that slump that arch of your lower back. Mm-hmm. You go into some sort of flexion at that point. Whereas yeah. if you, tuck, you squeeze your bottom, what that'll do is they'll tuck it under the other way.
1: Okay. And when you say strengthen, mm-hmm. are there exercises? Let's say you're already in pain; your back already hurts. Yeah. What are the exercises that you can do? Because that's so hard.
2: the first thing to do is movement at okay. that point. So. There is, there is um, obviously truth in that you can do more harm than good if you're doing something that's going to be, you know, not optimal for your body. So you can't just go, you know god i'm in pain youtube strength exercise and core and just fingers crossed hope the best Mm. you can with some degree do that with a little bit more with like the mobility and the movement work but when it comes to strengthening see a professional and just get some sort of guidance on that
1: on what would work for you for sure
2: because everybody is completely different in Mm. terms of where they are strength wise and what's causing it
1: fine okay four
2: Um, Number four is just ergonomics when you're carrying things. Um, You know, for example, if you're carrying something super heavy and you're carrying it far away from your body, that's what's gonna put a lot of torque and stress on mm-hmm. your lower back. Mm-hmm. Really come wind yourself that way, whether that be in an exercise setting in the gym, mm-hmm. just doing something silly and not concentrating, or around the house. Um, I know plenty of patients who've come to see me after taking things in and out of cupboards, reaching and bending and rotating, and if it's too heavy away from the body, yeah. it's like silly mistakes.
1: Yeah, I strained a muscle up my arm um, with a frying pan, just yeah. moving it the wrong way. Um, I was gonna to say to you though, in an exercise class, I'll often encourage you to push yourself. Sure. To a point where you're uncomfortable. Now yeah. I get it. If I was working one on one with the trainer, I'd be like, "Yeah, fine, all right." Like clearly, I don't when like when you've got
2: someone watching. Yeah, you.
1: but when you're in a class, like you know, there's so many classes with loads and loads of people in now. What should you do if you feel like it's just uncomfortable for your body? Do you, do you think just be tough and I, say I, no? No, I
2: think you should stop. I mean, that this is almost a conversation for another day. I have mm. so much to say on um, the potential harm that people do by you know desperately calorie burning and Mm -hmm. like chasing numbers and chasing chasing the burn chasing the sweat you know sweat is fat crying all that sort of rubbish that they scream at you Yeah, that is you know in itself particularly toxic and harmful because that will develop a horrible relationship you know potentially food exercise Mm -hmm. and that that opens up a whole other can of worms if it hurts stop yeah I mean if it's sore yeah. yeah fine. But if it hurts, I mean, there's a difference between your muscles being tired and your body hurting. Right. Yeah.
1: But just sometimes when people, (coughs) things feel wrong and people go push past that. And I've done that before and I've then ended up injured. I've been in classes
2: when it's happened before. I've been in gyms when people have done, made horrible mistakes. Yeah. And it's it's disgusting to see.
1: Yeah. So be body aware and just sort of listen to your body and listen to its natural um, limits.
2: Yeah. That's, that's the last one really is body awareness. Body awareness doesn't just come under um what you're doing with your body when you're thinking about it but it's more like your subconscious so a lot of people like if you look around wherever you're listening to this you look around people around you if you're on the tube for example Mm. you'll see people sitting very lopsided very lazy very slumped very abnormally very comfortably and hunched over their their phones (laughs) (laughs) absolutely like burrowing their head into their net into Mm. their screens um and it's just having an awareness that that is not normal. Yeah. And having an awareness of what that is potentially doing to your body, whether it is, you know, at work, sitting, one leg crossed all the time, or whether it is, you know, you're slumped on the side of your chair. It's completely yeah. I'm normal. just not crossing
1: my legs. and sort of it, getting back it's, into it, normal it, position to say so to yeah. I
2: mean, I sit with a crossed leg for sure. It's, yeah. it's something that, you, if you're aware yeah. of it, it's fine. And if you're doing it every so often, it's not going to be the end of the world. But
1: what I find I do, for example, <clears throat> is I slump, yeah. and then I'll suddenly think, don't slump, and I'll sit up straight. But... Would the best default position be sitting up straight and shoulders over hips? You know what? Actually don't, I
2: actually don't agree with that because, you know, you, you haven't got someone telling you to do that all the time. If you are able, if you have the wherewithal within yourself, the body awareness, mm. to tell yourself that, to correct yourself, that's, that's enough. Okay. You can't be constantly sat upright, bolts upright, okay. shoulders over hips because that's not moving, that's static. Right. That in itself will cause other issues. Right. You might be in a very neutral position... But if you're in a one position all the time, your body doesn't like that. Your body is designed to move.
1: But, for example, when you're watching Netflix, I'm just assuming yeah. that everyone does that. When you're watching Netflix at night and you're on the sofa and you're yeah, you're lying yeah. In, you're in a bad position, as it were. For sure. Do you want to try to find 90% of your position to be sitting upright? It's more sort of like
2: how some people approach diet, the sort of the 80-20 sort Fine. of thing. Okay. You know, 80% of the time you're quite clean, you're mm-hmm. quite careful, you're mm-hmm. aware. Mm-hmm. But, you know, the other 20% of the time, there is flexibility within that. And same with your posture. I mean, if 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 it's more comfortable to sit, you know, cross-legged or whilst you're watching TV mm-hmm. with your hands behind your head or whatever, just
1: okay. But don't, just don't be restricting
2: yourself, but be aware, aware exactly
1: that your shoulders do. should yeah. be over your hips. Well, exactly. When you're um, standing, yeah. thinking
2: about, you know, you can try not to arch your back. You try not to lock your knees out. Yeah. Try not to slouch. Lock your knees
1: out. So as in,
2: like, pushing them back. Okay, That fine. hyperextension, you might see some people look yeah. like their knees knock in sometimes. Fine, yeah, yeah, yeah. And they're in that resting position.
1: Interesting. Because
2: your whole body is a kinetic chain, so yeah. it always affects... Your know, ankles will affect your knees, your yeah. hips, etc. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah, it's a referred pain as well as something that you get if yeah. you're not doing it right. Exactly yeah.
2: right. So yeah. it's just about being aware.
1: Cool. Well, thank you so much. You're I'm very sure very we'll welcome. get you back on for other bodily things. But for now, I'm going to let Ben go, or rather, I am going to take Ben off the podcast and ask him to fix my back. <laughs> thank you so much. You're very
2: welcome. Thanks. Thanks.